0: All right. Hey, Paul. Hello. Hello, Fab. Today, we have a very special guest, François Bernier. Thank you for being with us, François. Hi. François is, uh, is the founder of Horizon B2B, uh, who I've had the pleasure of collaborating with over the last year. Um, he has a very exciting company. Uh, but I'll let him introduce himself. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself, François?
1: Yeah, of course. Well, thanks for the thanks for the invite. Super appreciated. I Paul, i am so so yeah. Well, to introduce uh, myself, I've been entrepreneur uh, since five years, and I launched Horizon B two B four years ago. When well, in, in in February, it's our anniversary. So uh, so so what we do at Horizon B two B is that we help companies to build business relationship using LinkedIn. And also to recruit top players using evicted uh, with uh with the shortage that we're going through, it's a uh, very helpful.
0: Interesting. Very interesting. Um and uh you know it's interesting because François and I have been working together now for I think close to a year, and some of these questions, François, I don't know if I've ever asked you. So I'm I'm looking really forward to <laughs> to finding out. Um how did you come to this business? Like what made you decide five years ago or 10 years ago or 20 years ago that you wanted to start a business um, yeah. of this sort? <clears throat> yeah, so there, there was two steps uh,
1: from this story. So the, the, first, the first step is when I was uh, at the university, uh, I chose a marketing web class I did not know anything about marketing web never ne, ne, never tried anything within the domain and I instantly fell in love with the, with the, with this domain uh, and so I, I was just I, I, I became kind of obsessed to learn more about it so I bought plenty of classes online get to know more. About uh, things like Facebook ads, Instagram ads, websites, etc, so after the university, uh, I launched my first business, which was Strategy Beling. so they, well I, I, I was alone at first, so I was helping startups uh, to to start being active on the web. so to create a nice website. I had to build a social network strategy, social media strategy, and I did not know anybody in the entrepreneur world. Uh, so I started using LinkedIn because I saw in the podcast that apparently it worked to meet some prospect. So I tried it a little bit, and I had so many meetings I couldn't believe it. So I then. I tried to search uh, in Quebec or in Canada some business that could help me to to uh, step up my LinkedIn game, that there were not really any businesses uh, that were specialized in LinkedIn. So I decided, well, why not be the expert? So, so I decided with uh, with Visa that you know, Paul. Uh, which is a childhood friend, uh, so so we did, I would say maybe six months bunch of testing for us on LinkedIn, trying to understand what works, what does not work, and then we decided to found Corazon B two B, uh, to help businesses to uh, to to use LinkedIn properly. So this is the story.
0: It's a it's a very interesting story. Quite brave too, because I guess when you guys started, uh, you you were you were in a, a new a new area that no one had really looked at or no one had really touched. Right? It was just there weren't many companies in the same field using LinkedIn to do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and then
1: we wanted to do like a tryout. We wanted to go in the the city that we did not know anybody to try our new uh, process connected. So when we launched Horizon B2B, we went a week in Toronto. And we booked like 17 uh, in-person meetings for, for uh, on a, on a three-day trip. So we, our calendar were crazy filled. So this is where we understood that the opportunity is really, really huge.
0: Good. That's that's very interesting. And so, in Toronto, simply because you didn't know anyone there.
1: Yeah, we we just w- just wanted to do a, a test, and see you know if we have a client that do not know anybody, with this work? OK,
0: And we got our answer. <laughs> okay, Fab, I'll let you ask a question because I've got a bunch
2: of them, but I'll let you jump in. Oh, that's that's interesting, and. Um, you know, it was your second business, I guess, but yeah. is there anything that you learned from your first business that, that helped you build Horizon p
1: Well, I guess, uh, I guess when I started to be entrepreneur, I, I, I thought I knew everything, so, <laughs> so I, I was not listening to uh, much advice from people that had experiences. <laughs> so I, I did so many mistakes, of course. <laughs> so from that, when we launched Horizon B2B, when we, we met different partners, we met Paul, I think, three years ago, maybe to help us cut different field and, uh, and to get better.
2: Cool.
1: Interesting.
0: And what would you say, um, what are the major challenges? What has been the hardest thing to overcome since you started the business? What are the hurdles you have to jump over? What are the things that you have to move out of the way?
1: Well, I, I guess uh, the biggest challenge is that this LinkedIn strategy is extremely powerful in the long term. So you need to be patient because, of course, you can have some results short term, meeting some people. But on LinkedIn, when you become an influencer when you build this notoriety the strategy is extremely powerful so we have i mean one of the challenges is that our clients take long term because many entrepreneurs takes short terms that they want they want quick wins but this strategy is all about building the notoriety convicted and and become the the leader within your industry. So this is one of one of the biggest challenges that 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 we have.
0: And what do you, what do you do to? Uh, how do you face that challenge? So when you're when, what do you do to convince your clients to think long term or think longer term? What is your approach? Well, I guess it's in the sales process, but it's
1: important to explain this situation. Can uh, you do know, so that? Uh, right when we start a new a new collaboration, the client they know uh, that they need to take long term. but this is not always the case in reality, you know they always have second thoughts after two, three months. I, I guess it's because in the in the web marketing field, there' so many players which they, 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 they previously had bad experiences. So they are just worried that they never get a return on investment. So I, I can't really do much about this. So, so that's why we give our our one hundred at ten percent, so that we make sure that 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 they stay with us.
0: Yeah, Fab and I have had this conversation many, many times. Fab, I don't know if you want to chime in there, but you know, if you don't stick to your strategy, it's not going to work, right? Some people expect the uh, it's like a magic pill and you do it and boom, you know, everything jumps in. I don't know if you want to chime in on that one.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, like, like François just said, I mean, it's, you know, good strategies can take time, especially on the marketing side of things. And (laughs) I think, uh, like you mentioned, like digital marketers have a tendency to say like quick results, you know, just put a Google ad campaign up and you'll get leads and and they've conditioned people to think like that. But um, but on the flip side, it's also about you know, determining some shorter-term KPIs to be able to make sure that we're still on track and stuff like that. But yeah, it's it's definitely a challenge when when we have to think longer-term. Um, things take time. You know, it's just the reality.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And Francois, how do you how do you approach your own marketing? Like, how much inbound do you do? How much outbound do you do? How much traditional network? Well, traditional networking, no one's doing right now because. It's, <laughs> um, For example, for instance, I saw you at a conference uh, uh, in November. Um, You know, how much of that draws business towards you? What's your approach for your own business? Yeah, so, well, I would say that the half of
1: our clients comes from the outreach LinkedIn network strategy. So every day, uh, me and also all of my teams, we we generate some conversation connective. So what we do is that we network with those people, we just have discussion, we get we want to get to know their businesses, their challenges. And then we meet for virtual coffees. So every day I have probably like two or three meetings with new entrepreneurs, which is quite interesting always. So it that that keeps me busy. And also, uh, well, of course, I'm very active on LinkedIn. So I post at least once a week. Uh, and, and this is extremely powerful when you create impactful and interesting content for your audience. Yeah, uh, Because without doing any ads, you have a lot of visibility. Can you build this notoriety uh, with your your audience so so it's a 50 50 from 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 those two main strategies
2: and so do they work because you said on the one hand you have your linkedin strategy to generate conversations and on the other you post on linkedin as well at least once a week you were saying yeah Um, do you think those two work well together like you know could you just do the conversations or just the posting or does it really is that
1: part of the strategy to do both? Um, I mean, you have to do for sure the LinkedIn content strategy because those those prospects are a lot more qualified because mm. they're super interesting to your businesses and your services. Uh, sometimes I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop for a few weeks the outreach strategy just because we are too busy be or things like that. So the priority is always the content strategy, mm-hmm. and, uh, and yeah, and, and and you know, on uh, within the the next year, so in 2022, mm-hmm. we want to uh, expand to different network, different social media. So okay. we want to we want to try Facebook, Instagram, and maybe YouTube, TikTok, et cetera let see how see how it goes. Awesome.
2: Interesting, very interesting. So we'll have to book another call yeah. at the end of the year to see exactly. how
0: that works. <laughs> right. That's that's very interesting. And that was that kind of leads really well into my next question, which I didn't uh, I didn't talk about earlier. But I know the market's becoming quite competitive, also, simply because I myself get bombarded by people who are trying to increase and and help me with uh, with these kinds of things. How how do you deal with if a, a very competitive market. What what differentiates you in your opinion and how do you ensure that you're always making that message clear to your audience? Yeah, so, well, I would say that there's
1: two, well, three main things, three, three, three main answer to that. First one is, what is important for us is extremely good customer service. So we want to we want to give this unique experience to our clients. So once they sing with us, we want them to have a very different experience that, that they may have with different firms, with different agencies. So we want to get that, that uh, what we call the Tesla experience. Mm-hmm. And the other one, of course, is the results. So we mm-hmm. work extremely hard to bring results to our clients. And the third thing is well, since the beginning, one of the one of the main thing that the most important for me is constant innovation, because mm. if you stop innovating, well, you're going to lose the game. That's mm. why we always want to find new ways to 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 get better. We want that, that. That's why next year we want to we want to get even outside of LinkedIn and see what's possible in there. In the B two B market, and, uh, and yeah, always, always have some innovation
0: is is key in my mind. Okay, <laughs> that's great. Um, sorry, Fab, I have another one. Perfect. Um, how do you make sure you achieve your goals and objectives? So now you're talking about objectives and goals here. You know, you want to grow your business. You want to go on Facebook, Instagram. You want to, you know, you want to be continuously innovating. I understand all that, and that's great. What do you do? What is your approach to make sure you achieve those goals? And like, what's your approach? What, what's, what's Francois and Horizon b bs approach to saying, um, you know, I set a goal and I'm going to reach it. I'm, I'm curious on that.
1: Well, I mean, uh, I partnered three years ago uh, with someone called Hugo Abel, which is a really uh, great person for again, innovation. So we work together on making sure that we we reach those objectives. But I, I, I guess the best answer I could tell you is integrity. So the most important value for us is integrity. So when our, me or when our my team or anyone say, we're going to do this, we're going to make this happen, when we have to find a way to make this happen. So when we're when we supposed to build a project, it's really important to to find ways to uh, achieve this project. Uh, so so I I think it's all about integrity, but making sure that we uh, we 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 walk the talk.
0: Okay, <laughs> that's interesting. But um, it's interesting you say that because that sounds that's the kind of answer I expect from someone who's got a lot of discipline. a lot of people are not disciplined so they set a bunch of goals in january and they never do them you know they'll say i want to reach this and you know this possible because you see it in your clients right and what you're trying to do is help them get there so are you saying to me that if you write down a goal your biggest challenge is just to stay to have that integrity and to go through or do you sometimes find yourself going oh boy you know didn't work hard enough on this one or or you know this one's more important than that one. I mean, yeah. Where where does that fall? Yeah. Well, I I mean, in in
1: the long term, I always set myself unrealistic goals because <laughs> I I think that, that that's how you're you you're gonna reach very high uh, high achievements. But in the short terms, let's say in the next month, I have very specific goals that are, of course, realistic. And and for every goals, I have a strategy to make this happen. For example, for sales, I have a sales goal. And to achieve that, I need to meet this number of prospects and I need to make this number of of offers. So it's pretty much all calculated. Of course, some objectives, you cannot calculate them. But but that that's you you need to set a process to every objectives.
0: Interesting. Okay, so again, I'm I'm very proud of myself because you've proven to me that you are very disciplined. So that's <laughs> all right. um, Fab, I, I've got one more question, and I'll pass it on to you. We're we're coming up on our twenty minutes as promised. So, um, and this is a pretty wide one, Francois. So, what does success mean to you? So you know. Five, ten years from now, fifteen years, whatever it is, whatever your number is, what does success mean to you? Like, what is being successful to Francois? And I think you've answered one thing already. You said integrity, but uh, yeah. tell us, tell us about the other, the other ba- let's say barometer uh, markings that will tell you if you've been successful or not.
1: Yeah. So, f- well, for myself, what drives me to do my job, to be an entrepreneur. Uh, it's really about contributing to a community or to different communities. For myself, of course, the community that uh, that will motivate me the most is the community of uh, handicapped people or people with different limitations. So, what my, my if you know the book starts with why? My why is my why is really about. Uh, inspiring people that we, that even with any limitation, any challenges, you can still have the career of your dream. Because I met many people that gave up on life because they had this and that limitation. And I think that they need uh, someone to, to, to prove them that it's possible, and I want to prove this with uh, the success of ours on b2b and i want to become a speaker also when the uh, this COVID will will end
0: okay well that's that's a great answer i mean inspiring people who are facing disabilities is a wonderful goal but i think just so you know i think you inspire a lot of people who don't have disabilities as well <laughs> uh, uh, because yeah. sometimes i guess sometimes the the, not the disabilities, but our hangups or a lack of confidence often hides behind, uh, someone who doesn't have physical, uh, disabilities. So that's, that's, a that's a wonderful goal. I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know what to say to that. I, I, I can't, I think it's one of the best ones I've ever
2: heard. <laughs> yeah. I think that makes it a great place to, to end. I don't think any question I have would do, do that answer justice. Do justice. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you Hi. very much, Francois, for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, it's a pleasure to work with you, so it's a, great to have you on the podcast. I can't say I'm surprised at any of your of your answers, although I hadn't asked you these things because I think <laughs> you, you are a man of integrity and you're a straight shooter, so there's there's uh, no surprises for me, but I think, Fab, you've gotten to know a great person and uh, and hopefully the audience has gotten to know a great, great person as well. And on that note, thank you all for... Listening for watching for not much reading because it's mostly <laughs> video. But uh, thank you very much, everyone. Thank you. Cool. for Thanks.
2: And, first of all, I'll send you an invitation for the end of the year so we can talk about how. Yeah. And Instagram and all that are working out. Of for course.
1: You. Well, well, thank you very much for the invitation. It was super okay. cool. Thanks for being
2: okay. here. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Thank you.
1: Bye bye.